Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the program, we're going to talk all about Infinite Dial's new study that came out. Actually, it's called the Infinite Dial. It's done by Triton Research. Every year they do an analysis of what's happening in lots of different spaces, which they call the Infinite Dial. And I'm going to cover today some topics that I found interesting because it just came out yesterday while I was in the air. I couldn't watch the live recording, but man... There are, some, are there some really great things in it as to do with podcasting? I think you're going to like the message that I've got to deliver for you here. So if you haven't checked it, I'll make sure that I have a link to this in the episode details. You can click through on that, or if you are on the website looking at it, you can just click right through the, from the show notes that are on the webpage. All those are in there. But let's jump into what this said about podcasting. So I'm going to cover some quick, interesting things about social media. Smart speaker ownership, which gets towards podcasting, and then online audio listening, and then finally podcasting. So lots of numbers I'm going to throw at you. So feel free to hit stop, pause, rewind, and check out more of these things. So social media brand awareness is the first one I want to talk about. Most interesting thing is that my our friends at LinkedIn, again, you know that my most of my, kids, my clients are businesses, and LinkedIn is a popular platform for businesses to communicate, not so much for the regular social media plan, but I was pretty impressed the fact that Libsyn, um, which had been, they, they measure how aware are you of these various brands. One of the questions they ask in this survey, and that's the problem with surveys is they just, they're, they're surveys. People answer questions the way that they feel at the moment, which isn't necessarily about reality, but I won't bitch about surveys for the rest of the time. I'm just going to talk about it here. So that showed that when they asked people around the states, I think it's all around the states, which of these social media platforms are you aware of? Now, LinkedIn for the last several years has been flat. Only 58% of the people that they ask are even aware that LinkedIn exists, which is problematic if you're a company like LinkedIn that's been around since, I don't know, 2002, one, something like that. Why are the normal people not aware of who you are? It's just not top of mind for a lot of people. Well, this year they went from that flat 58% where they'd been previously all the way up to 64. That's a big jump. That's a really big jump in a platform, which I think probably speaks less about what LinkedIn is doing and what more about the savviness of people overall is. So, so that's pretty great. Now, of course, LinkedIn is still the smallest of all of the networks. People ask what they are. It's a lot less recognition than Twitter and Facebook and all the other ones, but it's up in a big way. Um, and the other part here I have is that, that, uh, that if you look at the usage, it's primarily flat again. You know, how do you use LinkedIn? It's stayed flat at around 22%. But now that's actually higher than Twitter, which is insane to me. People self-report they use LinkedIn. 22% with Twitter, it's down to 19%. Now, when you look at Facebook as well, and I promise we'll get to the podcasting stuff in a minute. Facebook as well, 
Um, if you look at Facebook, usage is way down to 61%. It was a high of 67% last year, but now it's dropped to 61%, which according to the research they've done here, that means 15 million fewer viewers are using Facebook today than other. And social media awareness for LinkedIn is up. So what does that mean? Maybe I should eventually get off the Facebook platform. <clears throat> Sorry, maybe I should. Okay, that's enough for social media. Let's get into to, to smart speakers. Kind of in the podcasting space here. Well, no, we're definitely in the podcasting space here. Smart speakers are close to that. Shot up ownership. Not are you aware, but this time they ask people, do you own a smart speaker? Shot up from 18% to 23% which means roughly a quarter of the population has a smart speaker device right now. Of course, most of those are Alexa, Google Home is number two, and then a far, far, far distant last place uh, almost comes from the Apple Home pod. So Alexa and Google Home reign true with that. Here's what I found most interesting about this. How many of these do you have in your home was asked of the panelists, and 24% now said they own three or more. That's up from 11% last year that said they owned three or four. Now three or more. Now 24% from 11% to 24%. So a quarter of all the people who own a smart speaker own three or more. I own one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And I have a two-bedroom condo, <laughs> so I'll probably be getting about four or five more. So definitely we're seeing smart speakership, uh, not only awareness and the owners uh, increase, but people are buying lots of them so that basically audio can follow them around the house or the office or wherever they happen to be, which is awesome for the podcasting space when we're listening on longer form content. Okay, come on, you've only got nine minutes here. Uh, online audio is way up, way, way, way up. Um, 20, 12 to 24-year-olds, the kids, as they say, I'm not sure what Gen F anymore, but anyhow, 12 to 24-year-olds now report 91% listen to online audio. Wow. Online audio, which makes sense, right? Where else would they listen to audio? They put CDs in? No, apparently not. Here's what's fascinating though. That's the kids. We get that. But 55 plus, not there yet, but I'm getting close. 55 plus up from 33% to 40%. Holy cow. 40% of 55 plus say they're listening to online audio these days, which is kind of amazing to me. And the 25 to 54, you know, the, the sweet spot in the middle, it's uh, slightly up 74%, which is, you know, again, most people, three out of four people uh, the who have command most of their buying purse are using online audio, which is great. Um, we show also another number I wrote down that weekly audio listening is now at 60%. It was at 57%. So that's great. That's up. Um, and also um, audiobooks. Audiobook listening is reported up big time. Now at 50% of the people say they listen to audiobooks online as opposed to 44%, big numbers. But you came for this, the podcasting stuff, and I'll spend the last three minutes talking about podcasting. So first off, podcasting in car. In car went from, from or up to 26% now from 23, which isn't bad. I mean, that's 26% say they are listening to podcasts in their car, which is, which is great. And the great thing about that, that puts us finally at parity with online radio. And... And here's the better part. It's way more than satellite. More people listen to podcasts in their car than satellite. Write that down. More people listen to podcasts in their car than satellite radio. That's amazing. Okay, the real podcast stats, the meat of the road here. Podcast familiarity, when they ask people, are you aware of podcasting? We know this number. It's now at 70% of the people surveyed said they know about the term podcasting. That's up from 64%. That's a four, that's a four basis point jump. That's a lot. 
That's a big, big, big deal right there. When they asked, do you listen? Have you ever listened to a podcast? 51% finally said yes. 51% said yes, which means now the majority of Americans when asked, do you listen to or have you ever listened to a podcast? They say yes. Half the population, up from 44% last year. Fantastic. Do you listen how often? Monthly? Are you a monthly podcast listener? Well, <laughs> big jump right there. Now it was 26%, now 32%. So roughly one in three people say they listen every single month. Again, that's all people up from 26. Let's break that down, these monthly listeners, because I think when we get into demographics, it looks very interesting. Amongst the younger 12 to 24-year-old demographic, 40% say they listen at least once a month. That's up from 30%, 10 basis points, big jump right there. Uh, the 25 to 54-year-olds, they're kind of the primary breadwinners in the camp, that went from up from 32% to 39%. So let's call it four to make it easier. So four out of 10 people listen to podcasts every month, the main bread pattern. But here's what's amazing. The 55 plus community was 13%, shot up to 17%. 17% of seniors, which I got a little close to that one, say they listen to podcasts at least once a week. Here's what's also cool. Looking at that just monthly again, they went and looked at people who said they were Spotify listeners and they broke that down. Spotify listeners, wow, this is kind of crazy. Um, 12 to 24 year olds, let's look at the kids and Spotify listeners who also listen monthly. Um, that number is now 53%. So again, 53% of 12 to 24 year olds who are Spotify listeners listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. And that's up from 32%. It almost doubled. It almost doubled in one year. So think Spotify is not having an impact on the podcasting space? You're wrong. Having a big impact on it. And weekly listens, almost all people now are up to 22%, was 17, five basis points. Boom, big, big, big numbers. That's 2018 stats from the Infinite Dial report. Wow, amazing news, but really just verified what we knew. The podcasting is awesome, and people dig it. And we're doing great things with it. We'll just continue to go up. That will do it for me for this week. Thank you very much for watching and paying attention while I and listening and paying attention as I am doing things at a weird spot here from PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando, Florida. I shall return next week with another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. 
To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.